Yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy, and we're here today with another episode with Chats with Preacher Boy, continuing our mini-series, Marriage, The Rise, The Falls, and The Triumphs. So before we go any any further at all, we're going to start off with a little word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God. We thank you for another day, dear God, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, dear God. God, we want to thank you for life, health, and strength and activity of all our limbs, dear God. We thank you for all the doors that you continue to open for us, even when we're undeserving. God, we thank you for the doors that you close that you see that we no longer need, dear God. God, ask that you be with us on today, dear God. Word my mouth in a special way to say what you want me to say to your people, dear God. Allow it to bring encouragement to their lives, dear God, and help them for wherever they're at, dear God. God, I ask that you continue to be with us and strengthen us, dear God. If there's anything that we've done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, dear God, forgive us right now in the name of Jesus, God. Forgive us for anything that we've done that was not pleasing to you, dear God, and help us to move forward to not commit those things again, dear God. And we thank you and we praise your holy name. It's in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So like I said, welcome back. We here today with Chats with Preacher Boy, and it's part five in our mini series, Marriage, The Rise, The Falls, and The Triumphs. And the topic for this week is Can the Real Husbands Stand Up? I'm gonna say that one more time for you. Can the Real Husbands Stand Up? But before we go any, any further, I wanna give a special shout out. To he's known by King Elijah. That's how he refers to himself. But he has an Instagram, and his Instagram is Kings underscore and underscore Queens underscore E N T underscore L L C. And he posts inspiring quotes and encouragement almost every day. And I took one of his quotes, and I want you to hear it because I thought this. I thought this was real deal. Real deal. Un, you know, unfiltered, straight to the point. He said, I am always on my I am always my own hardest critic. If I don't want more out of myself and I know my own self-worth, no one will. If that ain't the truest thing ever, so I want y'all to go out to check out his Instagram. Go go support it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm all about those who are looking to encourage other people. And that's what he does with this Instagram. He's promoting goodness. He's promoting truth. And he's promoting something that is going to bring you to push yourself a little bit further when you feel like giving up. So his Instagram is kings underscore and underscore queens underscore ENT underscore LLC. So now let's get to today's topic. Can the real husbands stand up. Last week I was speaking with my wife and she told me, you know, she gave me a little feedback. She was like, hey, babe, you know, I think you should dig a little bit deeper when talking about the roles of a husband and the roles of a wife. You know, I listened to her and I I was like, you know what? You're right, baby. I, I think I should. And so this week we're dealing with the husbands. That's why the question is, can the real husbands stand up? One of the primary roles of a husband in the Bible is to lead. Know that. Remember that. Keep that in mind. Leadership simply means influence. Therefore, a biblically based husband should influence his family. 
A biblically based husband should influence his family. Husbands are not dictators. They should not demand. Instead, husbands should influence their wives and families in accordance with biblical teaching. They should exemplify with their voice and their actions attributes that bring glory to God and value to their spouse and family. The fruit of a good biblically based husband is a strong, confident, spiritually mature wife and family. So you're going to know if you're a good husband, if you bring forth these fruits, you're going to it's going to be evident in your wife. It's going to be evident in your children. It's just going to be evident because you exemplify what Christ expects of you. So we're going to cover the same Topics, I mean, not topics, but we're going to cover the same bullet points from last week, but we're going to go a little bit deeper in dealing with them. So number one, teach their wife how to submit. Ephesians 5 and 21, it says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. First Samuel 15, 22 says this, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice. Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than the offering, the fat of rams, forgive me. Obedience to Christ is how you express submission to your wife because you're first understanding God is the head and as you submit to his will and authority, you then show your wife how submission comes into play. But it can only be done by you submitting to God's will. Obeying God's word from the heart is better than any outward form of worship, service or personal sacrifice. Matter of fact, worship, praise, prayer, spiritual gifts and service to God are hollow in his sight, if not accompanied by explicit obedience to him and his word. So that first bullet point Teach your teaching your your wife how to submit in order to submit. You have to first be able to submit to Christ. That's how you teach your wife how to submit your submit your life. You submit everything about yourself to God and realize that he is the head of all things. And when you show that you're submitting because submission is an action, it's not something that you say. It's not something that you vocalize. It's something that you do. It's something that you perform. Once you show your wife your submission to Christ in your everyday actions, she then can submit to you as her husband. But if you're living a haphazard life and you're living a double standard where you sometimes you submit to God, sometimes you don't, it's going to be reciprocated in your marriage. The same thing that you do is going to be it's going to be shown in your marriage, because you're you're not going to get more glory than what God gets or deserves. So that's one thing I want you to remember in order to have in order to teach your wife how to submit. The way you do that is by submitting yourself to Christ. When you submit to him and acknowledge him and obey what he has stated to us and, you know, voice to us that what we should do, then you'll be able to have a wife that submits to you because she now sees and that's that's how that's a way of learning. Visual learning is a way of learning if, you know, if that's one of your ways. But in, in this case, this is what's what's needed. You know, when you perform this action, your wife sees like, wow, my husband is committed to Christ. Wow. The way he the way he does 
what he does for the Lord. Wow. Okay. Got it. And she's taking notes and she annotates that. Number two, provide provision for the family's spiritual and domestic needs. First Timothy five and eight says, but if any provide not for his own, especially his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. The role of the husband in the Bible starts with leadership, but encompasses provision and protection, y'all. A husband will never influence his wife if he does not care for her. It just won't work, period, hands down. He can demand and she may follow as a result, but he will never truly have her heart unless he provides for the needs, cares for her well-being, and protects her both physically and spiritually. Being a provider isn't just something that needs to be done with finances. Bringing in finances isn't what's the issue or hard part. It's the providing of love, care, protection, both spiritually and physically, and help all around is what husbands struggle with in marriages today. Man, I tell you, that's the biggest issue. They expect so much from their wife, but don't provide what is essential. They bring 50% to the table instead of 100%. Like, who are you saving the other 50% for? Who are you holding back for? What, what are you, what are you, what are you, you know, what, what are you doing that you can't give your wife 100%? And that's, that's not being a provider when you're not giving 100% to your wife. You're now being someone who's not providing. You know what I'm saying? God loves his daughters and the children they bear. When he gives one of us his daughters to a man, he desires that the man cares for her. In no place does scripture teach or endorse that women and children be considered second rate or inferior to men. Instead, he finds them so precious that he asks for special care to be given to them, a care that only biblically based men can provide. The Bible instructs us that husbands are ought to love their wives as Christ loved the church. Those are specific instructions. Men, we have to do better at loving our wives. Love's a, love is an action word. Love isn't just something that you say. No, you just because you say I love you. Does that mean that does not mean you're showing love? Love is something that you have to express in your actions. If you really love somebody, you're going to do all that it requires to please them. That's that's what love is. You're, you're going above and beyond. And God instructed us to love our wives as Christ loved the church. One thing I want to say, women are very capable of taking care of themselves. They can do it. However, God did make women and men different. And thus, due to the physical nature and strength God gave men, he has changed them. He has charged them with the provision and protection of their families. The physical nature and strength of a man is to be managed with grace and gentleness. God did not create men to lord over women. Listen to that, men. God did not create men to lord over women, nor did he create women to simply wait on men. That's not what you have to do. No. He made them both to complement each other through healthy companionship. So number two is provide provision for the family's spiritual and domestic needs. Grasp that. Number three, honor, understand, appreciate, and express thoughtfulness. Colossians 3 and 19 and 1 Peter 3 and 7 says this. 
Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered. Men, I need you to hear this part, what I'm about to say for bullet three. You are not always right. Listen to that wife of yours because you don't have all the answers. Like Kanye said in the interview, you don't got all the answers, Sway. You don't got all the answers. As husbands, we do not have all the answers. We don't know everything. So we got to stop walking around as if we know everything and we are supposed to dictate everything. Sometimes our wives give us advice that actually help us to be a better head. That's why they are our helpmeets and not our slaves. We have to recognize the women that God gave us. Our wives are, our wives are to be cherished, loved, appreciated. And they can't, they can't feel those things when we're constantly thinking that we're a dictator. You know, we're, our, our relationships, our marriages are not based on dictatorship. That's not what it's based on. We're supposed to be complimenting each other. So how can you compliment each other when you think that everything's supposed to go your way? That's not what it means to be the head, men. So this point, you need to understand, you need to honor, appreciate, and express thoughtfulness. Keep that in mind. And the last one that I want to cover is number four. Show absolute faithfulness to the marriage relationship. Matthew 5, 27, 28 says this. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Man, this is going to be a doozy because a lot of issues that we have in marriages today is that the men cheat. You know, I understand women cheat, but this week we're not talking about the women. We're talking about the men, husbands. We're doing a terrible job. The moment you start putting your eyes on another woman and you're lusting after her and you, you're not physically doing the act, but you're pondering the act in your mind and you're thinking about, man, hmm, the things I could do. You are now committing adultery in your heart. You're sinning. You're, you're sinning regardless. Marriage vows state this. I want to I want to read what marriage vows are. It says, I state your name, take you, whoever, whoever your wife is, to be my lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poor in sickness and in health unto death do us part. As you hear those, those vows, right? Think about what you're committing yourself to, men. Think about what you're committing yourselves to as a husband. The part that I want to focus on in those vows is in sickness and in health. Health has to do with weight. Health has to do with things that the body goes through. So our wives, they deal with pregnancy. Our wives may gain a little weight over the years. 
Our wives may experience stretch marks due to pregnancy of giving birth to the children that we we are given from God when we plant the seed in them. And so when our wives go through these changes, that's when they need us as husbands to step up to the plate that much more. That's where this fourth bullet comes comes into play a lot a lot more frequently show absolute faithfulness to the marriage relationship because in the midst of our wives going through those different changes in their bodies we still have to view them as the beautiful woman that we first saw when we first met them things aren't supposed to change we're not supposed to lose interest just because they they gained a little weight or or their body is going through different things and I realized that a lot of men cheat because things have, haven't been the same from when they first met. Their wife looks a little bit different. She picked up a little bit of weight. She, she, you know, her, her face isn't as tight as it was before. She's getting a few wrinkles. She got some gray hairs. You know what I'm saying? And men are stepping out of their relationship because... They feel like their wives are supposed to say the exact same every single day for the rest of their lives. Not realizing that the vows that they stated say to have and to hold from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health until death do us part. So when we step out of the marriage or we're looking looking at another woman... In a way of lu- as a lustful intent, we're not showing absolute faithfulness to the marriage relationship, husbands. We're not we're not doing what we ought to do as God called us to be. Every day, you should find more of an attraction to your wife. Every day, you should learn something new about your wife that pleases you. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna always agree with your wife, no, because one, you're two different people. One, you're a man; she's a woman. She's a male. You're a, I mean, you're a male. She's a female. It's, you're completely different. You're made different. Your body's structured different. So you're not going to always agree. But you should always keep that same attraction, that same zeal that you had from the beginning upon her. Because you're going to go through changes. Our body's designed to grow old. So one thing I want you to remember is when... Your wife is going through different body changes or your wife is going through different things. Love her that much more. Be that much more of a man and show that you love her even in spite of the changes. Show her that man, baby. You still beautiful. Matter of fact, you look even more beautiful each and every day that I stay with you. You know, cherish her. Encourage her. That goes back to bullet three. Honor, understand, appreciate, and express thoughtfulness. As the head of the house, you are obligated to do so much, husbands. Husbands, we are falling short of what God has called us to be as husbands. You know, we're, 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 we're falling under the, the norm of society versus what God called us to be as. And that's why our marriages aren't lasting as long. That's why the divorce rate in the church alone is so high. It's because men aren't being the standard as the Bible instructs us to be as husbands, 
we're we're getting so caught up in the cares of the world and the lust of the world and the the temptations of the world that we're not appreciating what we have. You married the woman. Nobody forced you to be married. Nobody forced you to be with the woman that you're with. You chose to be with that woman. So since you chose to be with that woman, cherish her. Love her like the Bible instructs you to love her. Love her as Christ loved the church. And that's a special kind of love because Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And so that type of love that he expressed to us as his children, husbands, that's what you ought to express to your wives. And that's what I want you to understand. So keep in mind these four bullet points. Number one, teaching your wife how to submit. Number two, provide provision for the family's spiritual and domestic needs. Number three, honor, understand, appreciate, and express thoughtfulness. And number four, show absolute faithfulness to the marriage relationship. This is a beautiful gift that God designed. And husbands, we got to do better. We got to do better for our women. Whatever you like to call them, your, your, your queen, your, your, your beautiful angel, your, your old lady, how, how some people, some of my friends refer to their wives. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to do better. Because we can't expect our wives to do so much, but we're not holding ourselves to the standard that God has given us. Before we can expect our wives to do something that we want, we have to live up to the expectation that God has for us as husbands and as men. So husbands, I admonish you to do better. And ladies, if you take and listen to this podcast, hold your husbands to the standard. Hold them to the standard. And if they not if they're not willing to listen, just pray for them, pray for them, because God's going to get them. You continue to stick to the grain, stick to the stick to the uh, harvest and trust God. He going he going to hear you. So husbands do it the right way. So God don't have to humble you because it's, 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 it's going to be a sad day if God have to humble you. So I pray that this lesson on tonight helps somebody. I pray that you all have a blessed weekend. It's Friday, y'all. It's, it's the end of the week. It's the end of the work week. You know, if you had your, like I say, say it every week, if you had your off days in the middle of the week and your weekend is maybe Wednesday or Thursday or Monday and Tuesday, hey, it is what it is. But I know for all of us that work Monday to Friday and we off Saturday and Sunday, y'all better enjoy yourselves. Take a break from the job. Don't bring work home. Relax. Thank God for another completed week and know that the best is yet to come. But before I go, I want to remind you all to follow Kings underscore and underscore Queens underscore ENT underscore LLC. Follow my boy. Give him give him some love as he continues to post motivational quotes and some inspiration on his on his uh, Instagram. Like I said, the quote that I like that I took from his page, he said, I am always my own hardest critic. If I don't want more out of myself and know my own self-worth, no one will. Our biggest critic should be us. I agree wholeheartedly because if we critique ourselves, we won't have to hear from nobody else. The Bible says judge lest ye be judged. It starts with the inner man. You got to get that inner man right before you can get anything else right. So I love y'all. I pray that you have a blessed weekend. Make some time for God. 
and y'all be blessed. I see y'all next week. Preacher Boy out.